Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. And so I'm going to lean into that special song, Humble Yourself by the Side of the Lord and He Will lift you up. And the topic for our discussion this morning is don't worry, be humble. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't worry, be humble. Now, there's another song that says don't worry, be happy. But uh, uh, this one is be humble. And I'm going to show you from the scriptures that the key to a worry-free life is humility. And then I'll show you how to get there. Right? Do we have a deal? So the vision is that by the time we are done here, you and worry will have said bye to each other. Yeah. You, they will even ask you, are you worried? And like, what's that? Why? How? Who? Where? But the, the, the thing is that the way to humility is to not worry. Okay. The way to not worrying is humility, and the way to humility is not to worry. It's like cyclical. I'm going to simplify it for those of you who are writing copious notes and saying repeat. So, don't worry. Be humble. Yeah. As in, if you're humble, you will not worry. And it's in the scriptures. Meanwhile, uh, even as we start, Luke 5.17 says, Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present this morning, the power of the Lord is present to heal you of everything. Yeah, I no longer believe in some diseases being healed and some not because it's not in the Bible. Everything. You know, there are people whose economies have been healed listening to my preaching. May you be one of them. Yeah, it will happen practically. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that works for you. The only part of the Bible that works for you is the part that you believe. As for me, none of my words shall fall to the ground. But I know, I know, I know you cannot come here and go back the same. That's impossible. It can't happen. It will never happen. So whether you know it or not, your life is changing. Things are getting better for you. Things are falling into place for you. Amen. Someone here Jeremiah 30 verse 17 Okay For I will restore you And heal you of your wounds Says the Lord Because they called you an outcast Saying this is Zion no one seeks her You are about to, you are about to become Highly sought after You have felt rejected You have felt Unwanted But God is healing you And you know some wounds not some. Most wounds are invisible wounds. They are internal. They are things that happened to you when you were a child. And somehow you've carried the effect of those things for a long time. And I'm speaking to someone here, and this is your word. I'm not guessing it. I'm not saying it because it's in the healing pack. God gave me this word when I was praying this morning. That someone here, God is saying, I will restore health to you, not just physically, but in your whole being. Amen. He will restore health to you. He is restoring health to you. Amen. Amen. The eyes of the blind shall be opened. The ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame shall leap like a deer. And the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness. Streams in the desert. That's happening practically. Amen. So don't worry. Be humble. First Peter chapter 5 
verse 5 to 7. Let's read together as loud as your voice can allow in this season 21. 1 to 3 we go. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. You see, wait. We younger people, we are being instructed to submit ourselves to our elders. Submission is a choice. You have to be willing to submit. Like they can't submit you. That's not that's subjugation. Yeah. Rather, the call is for you to submit your so it's like people who say, Lord, humble me. That's very dangerous. Yeah. You are to humble yourself. Once God gets into the business of humbling, it becomes humiliation, not humility. There is a big difference between humility and humiliation. But likewise, you younger people, it, it doesn't say young people. It says younger people. I'm sure you are younger than someone else. Who is that one saying I'm the oldest person I know? What a shock. So likewise, you younger people, <laughs> submit yourselves to your elders. There are people in your life who are your elders. Are you understanding? <laughs> so submit yourselves to your elders. Don't get annoyed. This is scripture. Yeah, and there's no counsel against the Lord. Yeah, everyone who tries to defy scripture, they get hurt. Anyway, submit yourselves to your elders. And what does he say? Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. Now, this now includes everyone. Younger, elder, men, women, what all of you. He, is, he quickly says, you know what, this is not something only for younger people. Yeah, Everyone should find a place of submission. It says, all of you be submissive to one another. That's a very, very interesting scripture because most people will tell you, me, you see me here. I'm going to submit to God. No, it doesn't tell you to submit to God. No, submit to a people, one another. I'm preaching better than you're listening. And moreover, we are still just at reading the scripture. What will happen when I start preaching? Be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. You cannot be submissive to one another without being clothed with humility. Clothed. During the day, at no one point do we expect you to show up without clothes. So those of you who think humility is just for a few hours and then you throw it away, depending on what's going on. Treat humility like clothing. Mm. Put it on. Yeah. And no, it's, we are not at a swimming pool. So don't put on very little humility. Put on proper big <laughs> You know, some people, they need more explanations to understand what I'm talking about. Be clothed with humility. Why? For God resists the proud. <laughs> like you're going this way and God is like, you're not going anywhere. I have taken up the mission of personally resisting you. Why? Because you are proud. How do we know you're proud? You are not submitted to other people. You say that you only submit to God. You're proud. And God is resisting you. Yeah. You can go to church all you want. But very little fruit in your life. You know. 
Some people, they think they are too spiritual to be submitted to others. Yeah. I'm your pastor, but I'm submitted to, to many people, to many different kinds of environments. Whether if they tell me this thing needs to be discussed, I, I will show up and say, yeah. If I'm wrong, I, I, will, I will say, yeah, I think I got it wrong. I'm sorry. But if you're just running a small kiosk and you don't want any submission... Are you understanding? Okay. This is a good message. All of you, if you don't, you will find resistance. Yeah. From God. It's like you're going nowhere. I am resisting you like personal project when God who wants to lift everyone else says this one even if they try I'll make sure they don't go I didn't write the Bible it's right there it says God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble grace is divine enablement grace is when now God is working for you things that befuddle many people for you it just works and people wonder, how is Achikolatia? Huh? How, how is your, why is your marriage so juicy? Someone, your marriage will be juicy in the name of Jesus. Yeah, hey, you shall no more have a dry marriage. And some of you shall get married, first of all. This year, many marriages are going to happen. Yeah. Many marriages. Oh yeah. You shall not be left out of the marriage miracle. The siege of marital delay is broken. Hey. No more delays. Your tall, dark, handsome, godly, anointed husband is manifesting. Mala Kalabra Kashaka Kataya Laba. Sit down. Sit down. I'm yet to start. We are still in the anchor scripture. Ah. Hey. Can I tell you? The key to getting a husband. This is for ladies. Ladies, do you want to know? The people this side don't want to know the key to getting a husband. I tell you. Okay. You're writing. There are three keys. The first key. Humility. Okay. I've written it down. The second key. Humility. Have you written it down? The third key. Humility. And then your husband will show up. Your prince in shining armor. Who will treat you like a queen. Love on you. Send you flowers. Give you kisses. Hey, Buy you nice clothes. And a nice car. Ah. Sit down. You of course you receive it. Take it one. Take it two. Take it three. Ah. Those who are wondering why people are standing up and making noise. Living things move and produce sound. One day, someone died in a church. And they called the emergency services. Then they started looking for the dead person. But they, keep, they kept telling people, taking people out. Then when they think this one, somewhere along the way towards the ambulance, the person wakes up. No, I'm not, I'm not dead. Then they go get another. I'm not dead. They had taken out half the church before they found the dead person. I thank God I'm not the pastor of that church. Because over here they can tell the living apart from the dead. 
I was still saying <laughs> God resists the proud but gives grace to them. Yeah, he gives you his own divine assistance, divine enablement. If you're going this way and you're in a boat with a, a, a sail, he makes sure the wind is blowing in your direction. And before you know it, things are happening very fast. Promotions, marriages, <coughs> wonderful children, great heritage, ministry, everything. Yeah. This is on 21. God is changing someone's health report. Yeah. Your health report is changing. Yeah. Supernaturally. Supernaturally. You shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Now, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. And he gives us a clue. How do you do that? Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Who is good at catching? Who is good at catching? You are a good catcher. Uh, preferably a gentleman. He's up there. I need someone here. You can catch. Pastor Tony, you look like you can catch. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> bring, bring. <laughs> take two, take two. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> take three, take three. Are you ready? One, two, three. There it comes. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Now, what I was just doing there is what casting is. Casting. Now, assume that all your problems are this bottle. You see, it doesn't say all your cares. He says, uh-uh. Yeah, care. It's like collect and put in one package. Hmm? And then hurl it. H U R L towards God. He will catch it because he cares for you. What he's saying, you have no business having any cares. Zero. And the existence of any care in your life is a revelation of pride. Because he says, <clears throat> he says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Do you see the comma? And then what does this, how do you do it? Casting. Not some, not the small ones. Not the big ones, no. Oh, pimples. Because for some people, pimple is small. For other people, pimple is big. Pimples, cancers, shoes, rent, hair. You went to the salon, it didn't come out the way you wanted it. Am I preaching good? Yeah. All big, small, medium size, extra large, excess package in one. Yeah, marriage, children, 
I don't know. Missional community? Liquid first? <laughs> oh, get it and throw it at God. You see, the Bible says clearly casting. Someone here has a phone that works. Huh? Pastor Glory. Synonyms of casting. Casting. Let's go. Casting all, all, all. Because as human beings, some of us, we are professional warriors. It's as if we worry for a living to send out, to shoot, throw out, release, expel, discharge, vent, <laughs> emit. When you read when you read the Psalms, you, you find that David was really good at venting. <laughs> yeah, like he's not going to be there with a good thing and he doesn't tell God, eh, God, what is this you're doing? Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. I want to give you four keys to a worry-free life. Who wants to live a worry-free life? The people on the balcony want to live a worried life. Who wants to live a worry-free life? Shout, I am, I am one. Four keys to a worry-free life. The first key to a worry-free life is the key of submission. The key of submission. Yeah. You see, the core controlling factor of this text is humility humility. But the key to humility is submission. Because humility is the key to a worry-free life, but the key to humility is submission. So your first key is submission. If I have, which is true, I have children in my house who are submitted to me. How much worry do you think they have? You know, sometimes I forget they are not adults, so I try to have adult-type conversations with them. Like, what's on your mind? Then she says, nothing. I'm like, eh, eh? How can you have nothing on your mind? <laughs> if I was talking to one of my congregants, this is when they say, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Submission. That's why it says, likewise. Uh, it says, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Everyone pretends to be humble until you tell them, now, you can't do what you want without this other person approving it. End of humility. Yeah. Say, like, you are controlling me. Ah, we are controlling you. You see, that's why you can't be a CEO. Because if you're a CEO, you'll have a board... That's why many of you, your companies don't have boards. We have tried to teach you this thing in business garage, business leaders at work. No board up to now after three years of haranguing you. Why? You don't want to report to anyone. You want to run the company as if it's your personal property. That's why it's not on the stock exchange. You think you're going to list your company without proper structures? No. You see, all those types of businesses remain small because God cannot bless a thing that has no submission. The first key to a worry-free life is submission. If you submit, you don't have to be worried. Yeah. This morning, one of the disciples here at Nalia their child had some issues in their tummy. They were passing blood, etc. I told her, it's going to be okay. Just do this and do this. Then the child got okay. And then today they text me again. Says, now he didn't sleep well. A lot of pain in the tummy. What, what? I, was, I just cut a wire. 
I said, what, what kind of demon is this? Yeah. I told her, lay hands on him and rebuke the pain. Okay? Now. I told her, do it now. So she laid hands on him, rebuke the pain. Yeah. And I, I left it at that. I didn't follow up. So then later she texted, just when we were starting, she said, he vomited white stuff out of his, and, and he says he's now perfectly fine. Now, that person, would they have figured out what to do by themselves? No. You see, when you are not submitted, you lack power. You think you're powerful, but you're weak. Yeah. The greatest level of power is submission. That's why he says, in your, in your, in, when you're weak, then you are strong. This is something that many wives don't understand. You think you're going to fight your husband until he's subdued. He will never be subdued. Men are not created like that. Yeah, he'll fight you back and you'll all just have a draw. It may not even be a draw. Your, the power of a wife in a marriage is submission. This is, I'm, I'm not at the International Women's Forum. No, this is church. I'm telling you. A, a, a wife who is submitted will just have the husband on a finger like this. Yeah, it's just a jump. And he jumps. So now sit down. Then he sits down. Yeah, from submission. Yeah. You try it. Yeah. You're trying it. Yeah, this one calls her, call him my lord. Her lord. Yeah, which the Bible says Sarah did, calling Abraham. Submission is powerful. You see, you're worried because you're not submitted. Yeah. You think you are your own cover, so you have to take care of yourself. If you are submitted to God, you don't have to worry. You know, someone is taking care of me. Someone is watching out for me. Someone is fighting my battles. My role is just enjoy life and submit to them. You know, if you are a citizen of Uganda, huh? submitted to the government of Uganda, do you have to worry about people invading your country? Is that something you're taking care about? Of? You want to go and live at the border so you can fight the other people in case they try to invade your country. Why? Because the government you're submitted to is responsible for security of the nation. But if you walk to Mr. Seven and say, Mr. Seven, me, me, you say me, I'm not submitted to you. <laughs> First of all, it's not possible, but he will laugh at you. And then what happens when the thieves come to your house? You're going to call the police? <laughs> Which is the function of his government. I'm not a politician and I'm not into politics. Just in case you're wondering. I'm just using pictures. Eh? Yeah. If you're in a school and you're a student and you're submitted to the school administration, do you have to worry about food? No, your portion beans is going to come on like clockwork. Do you have to worry about classrooms, chalk, teachers? No, that's none of your business. Yours is to submit to the school administration and let them take care of everything else. But what happens when you're not submitted? Like some of you in the schools where you went to, you're always escaping from school on your way to town to whatever. That's when you have to worry. Yeah. Yeah. You go bed, where are you going? <laughs> Submission eliminates worry. Those of you who drive sometimes over the speed limit, back in that day when traffic officers used to wear white, do you realize that Friday was the worst day to, dri to drive on the highway? Because as people are coming from the mosque dressed in white, you just, your heart skips with your mouth, ah, ah, traffic, only to find guys are coming from the mosque. <laughs> I know you. I, so 
Some of you are pretending not to. Yeah. Yes. Why was that your heart in your mouth every time you saw the guys in white on Ginger Highway or wherever? Because you were not submitted to the speed limit. The second key is the key of humility. The key of humility, which attracts grace. He says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. When you humble yourself, God exalts you. God takes on the project of your exaltation. <laughs> Humility is a great asset. First of all, not first of all, but whatever it is of all, it is better to humble yourself than to be humbled, humiliated. Mm, that's why it says in verse 6, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. And as sure as you do, it says, what's going to happen? He may exalt you in due time. The timing is his. Yeah, you are going to come and say, Lord, today I humbled myself. I served on the guest experience team. Tomorrow, they must appoint me the COO of my friend in due time. Yeah, when the time is due, God will exalt you. You don't have to worry about it. I'm not worried about a thing. Guiding me, da, 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 da. Lord, I yeah, yeah, yeah. know who's in control to what you can do. Okay, wait. James 14. James 14. The whole church is a choir. One, two, read. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. He will lift you up. Look at what God told Joshua in Joshua 3.7. This, this is for someone. Someone you need to receive this verse as a, prophet, a, pro a prophecy. And the Lord said to Joshua, this day, when? This day, I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Wow. Can you imagine when God himself comes and says, Lelo, Lelo. Today, today. Leo, Leo. Eh? Uh, I need the other one. Eh? Kati. Kati, 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 kati. Erizoba. Eh? Ninyenda? This day, friends, self-promotion is complicated. Because if you lift yourself, you have to keep yourself there. But when God lifts you, first of all, this scripture confuses a lot of people. Because in their minds, they think God's chief aim is to keep you down. Which is not true. How many of you, your chief aim is to keep your children down? You want them, if you attended a certain school, which on a scale of 1 to 10, it is a, f a 4, you want them to go to a 3. If you made enough money to, on a scale of 1 to 10 to a 5, you, they must make 4. Is that what you do? That's not correct. So I want to bring it to you. You may not know it, you may know it, but God every morning is trying to figure out how do I lift this person? Yeah. Every day. Every day. So it says, he daily loads us with benefits the God of our salvation. Daily. Every day is thinking, how do we make this guy's business work? 
Meanwhile, you, you're going contrary to all counsel and wisdom from the scriptures on how to make your business work. But for him, he's determined to make your business work. So generally, for, sometimes you find your business is not working because you are the one fighting yourself. But as for God, he's into exaltation. I know religion tells you that that's not true. Religion tells you that God is about keeping you down so he's up. God is not scared of you being up with him. That's why he says he has raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him in the heavenly places in Christ. God is not scared about you sitting together with him in the heavenly places. Jesus told his disciples, the works that I do, you will do also. And greater works than these you shall do. Jesus is not scared of you outpacing him, doing greater works than him. Yeah. Jesus is not like your uncle. God is into exaltation. Jesus said that the glory you gave me, I have given to them that they may be one just as we are one. The whole time he's trying to think, this person, how do we elevate their state of being? How do we improve their living conditions? How do we improve their health conditions? How do we improve their social condition? That's God. At least the one I serve. Think about God's relationship with Israel. The whole time he was trying to figure out how do I give these guys the best. And the whole time they were trying to figure out how do we oppose what he's giving us. The whole time. He even decides I'm going to expel these people from their land so that you can get into it. And they still figured out how to botch the process. Every day God is trying to lift you. But he says, you have to humble yourself. You know why you're worried? You're worried because you think you have to lift yourself. You're worried because you think you have to improve your own living conditions, your own education, your own relationships. That's why you're worried. But humility is a powerful key to living a worry-free life. Are we together? Do you want the third key or we go? You want the third key in February? You want it right now? This is a long key. Amen. Some keys are short, some keys are long. The third key, what is the first key to living a worry-free life? What is the second key? Both of them are one-word keys. This is a long key because it has many words. The third key is the key of casting all your care. Casting all your care. Casting all your care. I already showed you. What, did, what does it say? Humble yourselves and mighty that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him. Not some of the care. Not a little bit of the care. All your care. Children are worry free and perpetually happy because they are humble. That's why the kingdom of God belongs to them. Matthew 6, 25 to 33, if we could read quickly. Therefore I said to you, are you there? Do not worry about your life. What you, shall, what you will eat or what you will drink. Don't we worry about that sometimes? Know about your body what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in bands. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Uh -huh. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? By the way, the situation we were worrying about, about three days into the worry exercise, how much better was it? I am more hours. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the leaves of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in his glory was arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which days and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you or you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry. Therefore, do not worry. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows the things you need. He knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. 
Just serve God. Just serve God. Just serve God. And all the things you're worried about shall be added to you. Just serve God and your children will do well. Yeah, even you wonder, how did they do well? They will do well. Just serve God. Amen. Are you understanding? One more kid. Do you want the last kid? Does your neighbor look like they want the last kid? Now, the last key is not in the scripture we are given. But the last key is very critical because I've given you three keys so far. Submission, humility, casting all your care. Okay? Because the controlling factor is humility. And submission will contribute to humility. And the way to know you're humble is casting all your care. But let me first show you something. Then I'll give you the last key. There is a reason why they are in that order. Okay? So submission, listen, you need to watch what I'm saying. Submission will lead to humility. Humility will lead to exaltation. You will start succeeding. Success will bring worry. The most worried people are not the ones who are not succeeding. <laughs> the people worried about business are not the ones who don't have businesses. They are the ones with businesses. That's why once you start succeeding, you see, if your church has six people, you only have to worry about six people. If your church has 6,000 people, the potential sources of trouble are 6,000. Now, you have to be intentional about casting all your care that comes out of your doing well upon him. You see, a student who has always been the second last, when exams are approaching, they are probably not worried at all. <laughs> they are like, I know my place. It is those guys who are always first and second who are going to be dead worried when exams are coming. Yeah. And I live with one of them. <laughs> because they're like, how, how is it going to be? How is it going to be? You see, your humility led to the success, but the success brings many worries. That's why you must be very intentional about casting all your care. A person who doesn't have a house doesn't have to worry about people breaking into their house. If you don't have a car, you don't have to worry about having an accident. But then, when you're casting your cares, how do you actually... Because casting your cares is almost looks like a negative. It's like, how do you actually do it? It's like, as if there's something else you must do for you to be doing that. You, you get what I'm saying? Because, like, how do you cast cares? You see, eh? it's, it's very complicated. How do I cast my cares? You quickly realize that the Bible actually has completely different wisdom on how to deal with casting your cares, which is the fourth key, praise and thanksgiving. You're not going to be praising and giving thanks while worrying at the same time. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. If you give me something, if, if, if I want your mark, okay? And, I, and I'm thanking you for it. It's very diffi difficult for me to also be worried about whether you'll give it to me. Praise and thanksgiving is the antidote to worry. It's the antidote to holding on to your cares. How do you, care, how do you cast your cares? Through praise and thanksgiving. Yeah. Look at Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Uh -huh. Be anxious for nothing but in all, in everything by prayer and supplication with 
thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And what will happen? The peace of God. The peace of God that surpasses understanding. End of worry. Why? You took it to God in prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. The key is actually thanksgiving, but I added praise for just so that it is stronger. Are you understanding? First Thessalonians 5, 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Psalm 104, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Praise and thanksgiving is going to obliterate all worry because that's how you cast your cares upon God. Yeah. You take it in prayer. But I, some people, when you say prayer, they will think you're going a long list of complaints to God. By the time you're done, you're even more worried than when you started praying. I'm talking about prayer of faith, where you know God has surely taken care of this thing. Praise and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is so powerful. Look at what he says in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. Let's read it. Shout it out with all your being. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of those who make merry. And what happens? I will multiply them and they shall not diminish. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. Why? Because of thanksgiving and the voice of praise. God says, what? What am I hearing from that house? Is that praise and thanksgiving? I'm going to exalt him. I'm going to multiply them. They will not be small. They will not be diminished. You want your MC to grow? Stop complaining. Start giving praise and get into praise and thanksgiving. Praise attracts the presence of God. Complaining attracts the presence of the demonic. Let me ask you. When Jesus was faced with 5,000 men without counting women and children and needed to feed them and there were only five loaves of bread and two fish, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He took it and gave thanks and they started distributing and it was more than enough for everyone. On the last day of my presence in Busoga College Miri as a student I finished the last paper general paper and my sister had come for me because my mother had died two weeks to the exams and I was sure this thing is going down because I was already a poor student no, I was a good student who had not understood what they were teaching for two years and so I was facing the specter of failure in my USCE exams and then when my mother died that only compounded the issue but I prayed to God I said God I've come to the end of all hope in human help you must help me and by and by God started helping me in only two weeks by the time I went into those papers the very numbers I was revising in the textbooks are the ones that were in the papers without even changing anything And then on the last day, when I knew my sister had come for me, I ran to the chapel, the school chapel. There was the upper chapel where we met, but there was a basement where we used to pray in the morning. And I had the jacket there which I needed to rescue to go to the dormitory to go home because they couldn't allow the jackets into the exam room. And when I went and picked my jacket off the hook, I kid you not, I got out of that basement and was running and a physical force, physical, it couldn't have been my own decision, pushed me back into the room with one instruction, give thanks. I went in alone. Everyone is happy to finish school. I gave thanks for God's help and I went home and when the results came I was the best in the school 
and the fourth best in the country. A person who was failing. Why don't we stand on our feet? Start giving thanks. Open your mouth and give thanks. It's your turn to give thanks to God. That's how you cast all your care upon him. For he cares for you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and give thanks. Speak. Speak, speak, speak to God. Don't give thanks in your heart. Not in your mind. With your mouth. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. Can I hear you church? Open your mouth. Don't be passive about it. Let me hear you give thanks. Let me hear you. Open your mouth and give thanks to God. For he has been good to you. He's performing miracles for you. He's doing the impossible for you. He's turning around every situation that has afflicted you. Sickness is ending in your life today. Confusion comes to an end today. All that is opposing you, whether that's in the ministry, whether that's in your workplace, is coming to an end. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks to the God of heaven, to our Lord Jesus. He's more than able to do exceeding abundant above all that we can ask or imagine. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Someone help. 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 Freedom. 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 Open your mouth and pray. Pray in the spirit. Oh yes. A crown of glory is bestowing upon you. Yes. All shame is gone. All shame is gone. All shame is gone. All shame is gone. Give thanks. Give thanks to God. He is good. He is good. His mercy endures forever. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for lifting us. Church, pray, 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 pray in the spirit. Give thanks to God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you for elevation. Thank you for promotion. Thank you for worry-free life. We cast all our cares upon you and choose to give you thanks because you're faithful and you're wonderful. Amen. 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 Clap those hands to Jesus. Clap those hands to Jesus. Now, as we close this service, if you're here, you've never given your life to Jesus. God wants to bless you. He wants to be a blessing in your life every day of your life to bring, to give you a worry-free life, to take care of you. This morning, will you submit your life to Jesus who has saved us? Who believes in us? Who gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity? For it shall be well with you. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. Is it well with you? It can be well with you. I want to pray for you to receive Jesus. If you're there, you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Can I see your hand? Just put it up straight. You're saying, I want to give my life to Jesus. Thank you for those hands. Put it up straight until I've seen it. I see those hands. If, you're, if those who have put up your hands, can you just come? Come here. I would like to shake your hand and pray for you. Just, let's welcome them as they come. Pastors, please come and stand with them. Come, keep coming, keep coming. God bless you, my sister. Your life will never be the same. Keep coming from wherever you are. You're saying, Pastor, pray for me. God bless you, my brother. Best decision of your life. Let's welcome them. Ah, you're not clapping loud enough. People are coming to Jesus. Oh, yes. You will never be the same. Never be the same. Never be the same. Keep coming. Keep walking. Walk confidently. God loves you. He has given everything for you to live a life of freedom. Keep walking. Keep coming. You're saying, I want to receive Jesus this morning. Also, at all our locations and hosting centers, there's a pastor at the front waiting for you. So just keep walking forward. Keep walking forward. I believe there are more people who are making a commitment to Jesus this morning. We are not in a hurry. We will wait for you. If you're upstairs, don't think it's too far. We will wait for you. So keep coming. 
Just start walking. Just start walking. Oh, yes. More people are coming to receive Jesus. You can help me ask your neighbor if they want you to walk with them. Sometimes it can feel distant. You're like, no, I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. Just ask them. Tell them, do you want to give your life to Jesus? I will walk there with you. Let's keep welcoming the people as they come to receive Christ. God bless you. God bless you. You are blessed. God bless you, sir. You are blessed. Welcome. 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 Anyone else? Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. People are continuing to come. Let's welcome them. Keep coming. Come and receive Jesus. God bless you. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive the free gift of salvation. It's available today. Come and receive Jesus. Oh yes, more people are coming. More people are coming. The floodgates are open now. Oh yes, keep coming. Can I shake your hands? Keep coming. Salvation is available this morning for you. Keep coming. Don't let anything hold you back. Not distance. Not fear. Someone, you may be having some fear in your heart. Fear is not of God. Fear is of the enemy. So don't fear. No need to fear. No fear. No fear at all, at all, at all. Amen. Last boarding call, flight Jesus. Last boarding call, flight Jesus. You're saying, Pastor, maybe a friend invited you. Maybe you've been coming. You're not going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Having Christian parents doesn't make you a Christian. I went to church all my life and I had Christian parents, but I wasn't a follower of Jesus until in my senior too, a friend of mine called David Kadume. I used to say Michael Kadume, but it turns out it said David. God bless you. Challenged me and told me, Moses, have you given your life to Jesus? I told him, David, I'm a Christian. I go to church. My parents are Christians. He said, no, 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 no. Nowhere in the scriptures does it say that if your parents are Christians and you go to church, you will have a relationship with God. A relationship with God is only possible by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. That's the clear counsel of scripture. So, anyone, anyone, we will wait for you. If you are the last one to say, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to accept Christ. Okay. Anyone? Last boarding call. I have some youngsters coming. Oh, yes. No junior Holy Spirit. Yeah. Only one Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. I'm going to pray. I'm about to pray. Are we okay? Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for these that have come forward to receive the free gift of salvation. Father, may they live a worry-free life as they walk with you day by day. Now, my friends, here at the front, just pray with me. The Bible says, with the heart you believe and write your sins, but with the mouth you confess salvation. So just pray what I pray. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus today, today I accept you I accept as you my Lord and Savior. My Lord and Savior. Forgive, me my past forgive me my past and give me a future, and give me a future full, of possibilities full of possibilities with you. With you. Fill, me with your Holy Spirit Fill me with your Holy Spirit that I may serve you that I may serve the, rest of my days. the rest of my days. Amen, amen. Can we celebrate them? Oh, yes. This is a great day that the Lord has made. Amen. Now, my friends, I want you to go with this gentleman. You're going right here, just right here in the corner with some of the pastors. We want to take your names because we want to be praying for you by name. We'll pray for you by name. Can we celebrate them right now? Oh, yes. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord forever. You are my healer, redeemer, and strength. Blessed be your holy name. Let's sing that just one more time. We are going to pray for healing. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will 
bless the Lord forever. You are my healer, redeemer, and strength. Blessed be God is showing me that many people are being healed right now in this service. Since the service began, many conditions that were difficult for you, that have taken a lot of money away from you, your story is changing right now. So, Father, I thank you for healing. If you need healing in any part of your body, in your mind, in your emotions, put your hand up. Maybe you're putting it up for someone you left at home. I just want you to receive by faith. Thank you, Father, for healing is the children's bread. Thank you that you anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. And went about healing, doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil for you were with him. And you're with us today by your Holy Spirit. I speak healing over every lifted hand and whoever that lifted hand represents. I rebuke sickness, every sickness. Sicknesses of the mind, sicknesses of the muscles, sicknesses of the blood, sicknesses of the neurosystems, sicknesses of organs, sicknesses of skins, sicknesses of the bones, every kind of sickness be gone. Every kind of pain be gone. And I say be made well right now in the name of Jesus from your head to your feet. And all the people said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Believe it believe it. God has done it. Amen. I'm closing the service, but if you're here and you want to start a mission or community, I want to personally pray for you and commission you. If you want to start a mission or community this week, just come straight to the front. This church operates on mission or communities. And every Sunday we have people committing to start new MCs. So you want to start an MC or you want to try. You want to give it a shot. You've been thinking about it. Someone, you've been thinking about it. It would be a great honor for us to pray for you collectively before you go and start. You've been thinking about it. You want to start an MC. Thank you, my brother. You want to start a mission or community. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just stand here. Those who are starting mission or communities, come. Come. Give it a shot. Give it a try. Oh, yes. By this handshake, receive the anointing to succeed with your mission or community. Receive power to succeed with your MC. I have four. Do I have another? I believe more people are going to start MCs this week. Okay, if you're coming, this one is for soldiers, so you need to move quickly. It's not for cajoling, begging, and uh, I don't know, whatever. Amen. These are the ones. Okay, we have new four new MCs. Is someone coming from up to start an MC? Four new MCs. Can I pray for you? Thank you, Father, for your children who are trusting you to do the work of the ministry to make disciples as they trust you anoint them mightily may they not lack anything good in the work to which you have called them and by the laying on of these hands Lord I impart upon them wisdom and power and the Holy Spirit May people be healed and delivered mightily in their mission or communities. May their mission or communities be points of your presence. May everyone in the neighborhood experience power, the power of the Holy Spirit, as these people lead MCs. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes, anoint them mightily. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Only by your Spirit can they do the work. May these hands be laid on the sick and may they recover. May these hands be laid on the sick and may they recover. May these hands never fail to, pro- to, to provide for their spiritual children that are coming to them beginning this week. And may they multiply greatly. And one day, many years from now, may they go to several cities and find spiritual children there that came out of their MCs and out of the people that came out of their MCs. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. They are blessed. Please come with, uh, 
with uh, Pastor Steve. Come here and we want to write your name so you can succeed in this mighty work. Have you enjoyed the service? Are you going to invite your friend next Sunday? Are you sure? Ah, ah, ah. Awesome. YXP is beginning at 11.40. It's supposed to start at 11.30, but I have overshot. So 11.40, YXP will begin. It's the most amazing dynamic anointed space you can be a part of lift your hands and receive the blessing may god bless you may he continue to bless you to make you wise to make you a blessing to all that are connected to you may there be nothing missing nothing broken nothing lacking only an overflow of the presence and power of god in your lives may every door that needs to be open be opened and may every door that needs to be closed be closed. And may you soar like eagles, rising higher and higher, and living worry-free as you trust our Lord Jesus for everything. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the work of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.